Hello, it's Friday. It is Friday. Yes. By the power of time travel and the internet. Time travel and, and yeah. the days passing. <laughs> the calendar. I expected your intro to be more than just that. I, I, I like to mix it up. It's boring just saying hello, isn't it? Well, okay, but I exp- you could follow on from saying, hello, it's Friday, and this is the IGN UK podcast. Well, there we go, you've done it for me, Thank see? Um, there's a lot going on this week. For one, Joe's in Las Vegas. Yep. He told me he's going to gamble his whole life away. His whole but wife? Life. He hasn't got a wife, <laughs> unless we don't know about well, it. At least it's the whole wife and not just parts of her, because that would be weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I told him to put £10 on black for me, but I don't think he will. And I'm sure if he did and won, he'd keep it anyway, because that's the kind of guy he is, isn't it? Do you think? I think he's quite an honest person. <laughs> Joe, Joe's a nice guy. Don't don't bad my off him while he's uh, away. I'm only, I'm only playing. Uh, Before we get into this week's podcast, oh, 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 okay. uh, I was just lurking in the Duck Hunters group. Lurking? I know, I do that. I, I'm a Facebook lurker. Oh. I don't really post very often. And uh, they were talking about the various people on the podcast and their traits. Really? Were they? Uh, oh. I'm not going to go into that. This is Alex, by the way. I'm Simon and oh, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Well, the reason, if you don't listen to the podcast very often, is because according to this person here, uh, you guys wheel me out every three months and then you put me back into cryostasis. So, I don't think that's the case. Uh, well, I've not been on the podcast no, this year not. because whenever I put my hand up, you say put, no. Put your hands up. That's, that that, is, really how, that is how it works. I, I, I stand up in the office and say, who wants to do it? And, and then there's we all me put, going, me, so, me, yeah. me, And you just go straight past me yeah. on the next person. Um, I, I just don't enjoy speaking to you. Is that, is that yeah. right? Yeah. Well, this person also uh, says, uh, well, two people oh say, Cardi doesn't sleep enough in the week and is always tired when recording. Uh, yeah, but it's only because I'm working so hard. Is that what it is? Yeah. Well, this person seems to think that you might be pregnant. <laughs> um, can you confirm or deny i i can't confirm or deny oh. uh, maybe that's it maybe that is it maybe wanna, i need to get that checked do you need out. to book some, some holiday time. in nine really, months or so uh one's nine months that is that will be around the console so that'll be good for me. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. yeah. but but obviously you have to come in with a baby next time we see you no, what, do i have to buy one <laughs> doesn't work like that can i can i treat my ps5 as a baby well, if you push it around in a pram, in a wheelchair, <laughs> give it some <laughs> chair. <laughs> in a what's it called? A pram? A push chair a or pram, a pram? Yeah, yes. that's that's the word. It's a chair with wheels. It is, but they're very different purposes. Mm. <laughs> Do you know who doesn't need wheels? Sonic, because he's fucking fast. <laughs> so yeah, so I've heard. Yeah, you've seen the film. I have seen the and film, and it has yeah. Jim Carrey. In. It does. And yeah. I, I've before you go into what you think about mm-hmm. it, I've missed Jim Carrey doing mad stuff. Have I you, like Jim Carrey a lot. Did you watch that featurette on him that came out this week? I didn't where know. He was explaining him becoming Doctor Robotnik, <laughs> and it's just is Jim it, Carrey being Jim Carrey. It's like, wow. was he like proper serious or is it tongue in cheek? I can't tell whether he really did not want to be there doing that video or whether he was mm. just hamming it up. But like, it, it was quite a. It's only a minute and a half, but God, it went on for a long time. <laughs> I think he takes his roles very, very seriously, even well, though he's a comic actor. Like, if right. you've seen the Man on the Moon documentary, then that says it all. Really, I have he, not he seen goes, that. He, he should. <laughs> have you seen Man on the Moon? No. Oh well, both of those are worth. Watching. Okay, I'll put them on the list. No, I, was, I watched. <laughs> I'd uh, say Sonic's probably quite different from that, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, probably. <laughs> Did uh, he go to the moon? No. Spoilers. No. Almost there's no. Out of them. <sighs> There are potentially other planets, but I can't really tell the way they're presented. Might be other dimensions, mm. might be other planets. Are but... there hedgehogs on the moon? 
I don't know. I've heard there's I cheese suddenly on turned into an episode of Brass Eye. <laughs> <laughs> For a long time, my daughter honestly thought the, the moon, moon was made, was made of, cheese. of cheese because my wife kept on saying it. It's just like, stop saying that because she'll say it in class and then get destroyed. Mm. Uh, well, the moon, I mean, I guess the moon might be in certain shots. Yeah, there's some nighttime shots, but it's not a key function of Sonic the Hedgehog. Really? <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of it? Uh, I think it's okay. Like, yeah. it's, it's one of those where it's difficult for me to get highly infused about. A, I don't really care about Sonic. It was not no. a big deal for my childhood. But the one thing, I think the thing that's most notable about it is it's not a terrible video game movie. But I right. think that's largely because I don't think it's a video game movie. Okay. Not in the same way as sort of like, I guess the most recent example of this would be Assassin's Creed, right? Which, not a great film, but very much functions around the idea of like, it's a man trapped by uh, Abstergo in the Animus trying to find out historical memories and right. so like the passing between sort of past and present a lot of that is informed by the video games right yeah well sonic's a platformer or at least traditional sonic is yes. mm. and not a particularly narrative heavy one and also never for as far as i know set on earth in an american suburb yeah. see i never really watched there was the whole cartoon series which i know a lot of set on morbius liked. though which I is don't the planet. that's the thing i don't know like I don't know what the story is saying. Your Sonic law. I don't know my Sonic law, but I don't know if I'm ashamed of that either. No, that's fair. No, I wouldn't. I'd, again, you don't really need to bring. If you're if we're purely talking about the film, you don't need to bring you, that you Sonic law with you. You can't know everything in this no, world, this and I feel like basic Sonic knowledge is disposable. Especially when there's things like climate change happening. <laughs> so there's my two cents. Speak about <laughs> the climate change. But I'm always thinking ever. about it. Are that's that's right. the key. I'm always thinking, will it be cold today? I think when I look across the desks, you're yeah. basically going, I wonder what map we're going to play in Rainbow Six Siege. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think about Siege that much. I just, I just play. Do you? Uh, right. Think about me as I'm a player and a thinker. Anyway, get back to Sonic. Sonic. So, yeah, <laughs> all of these things aren't like the moon and not in Sonic. <laughs> no, um, the golden rings in Sonic. Yes. Mm. So, so that's where it's got a few iconography elements to it. So yes. the golden rings are in it. But whereas, at least as far as I'm aware, in Sonic, golden rings are there to be collected. Mm-hmm. In the film, they're a teleportation device to jump between either planets or dimensions. But I'm not entirely clear. Yeah, I'm not very up to speed on Sonic. But yeah. there's two sizes of rings. There's ones that you just run and collect, right, right? And yeah. then there's the bigger rings. That you jump like through at the end of the levels. Sonic's giant ring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I guess I, I hadn't really thought of that. But, yeah, I suppose those rings that you do leap through at the end of stages, I yeah. guess that's mm. what they're trying I, to riff on. I did uh, enjoy, not that I enjoyed much from that first trailer they mm. released with the Haunted depiction of sonic yeah but the uh pa- was it paramount logo with the rings yes yeah, yeah. that was a nice touch. So yeah yeah and you you know it's got all the the sounds there like the, the yeah. pickup mm. noises there and stuff like that is and gangster's paradise in the no oh. no you do get i can't remember what so you know all clear it's been actually quite a long time since i saw sonic yeah um so i can't remember what the but there definitely is like they do a montage sort of him speeding around to a okay. popular pop song right. Um, but yeah the only time you really see anything that I would say is recognisably Sonic is it's got like a prologue section before the credits really which is right. Sonic in his home 
realm, planet, green whatever. Hill zone. And it's the Green Hill Zone, yeah. Okay. And that's really nice. Like, that's what I and wanted out of the Sonic If it's not, it should be. It's, I don't think it says I would have liked it to have been much more like an orchestral version of yeah. that. And you, I don't think they go as all in okay. on it as you should do. I think... I do think there's a part of this film that wants to be its own thing. Like, right. it wants to be its own Sonic piece rather than constantly riffing on all yeah. the nostalgia. And so you do get, like, there's a nice bit, and you've seen this in the trailer, like, the the Green Hill Zone done in CG where yeah. he goes around a big loop when he's, like, that's him as baby Sonic, basically. Right. Um, and then, like, for reasons, he has to leave that area and he ends up in our world. Right. And then... Jim Carrey absolutely hates him. Yeah, for, Jim Carrey for, hates him. <laughs> definitely, because Jim Carrey Dr. is obviously Dr. Robotnik, Dr. Eggman. Um, and basically when he... The, tra- the trailer sort of tells you everything you need to know, really, about this right. film. Like, he turns up... When he turns up, there's a big electric bang, yeah. Yeah. which means that the grid goes down. They pull in Dr. Robotnik, who's this incredible scientist, to try and figure out what's happened. And basically the plot of Super 8? Well, it's much more like, like, go back to old school sort of like, you know, early 2000s and late 90s films when you had human with either cartoon or early CG sidekick. Uh, That's what the film is. And that's why, A, it's not terrible because it's actually looking at different genre like tropes to work with rather than going, we need it to be a video Mm -hmm. game. We need to try and shoehorn a platformer's... Yeah. narrative into what is not a platformer yeah. so it succeeds on that way but I say like I was waiting for a lot more Sonic touchstones to right. turn up like Jim Carrey is very good as Robotnik but that's because I think he's doing Jim Carrey from the 90s he's that very yeah. elastic performance and you don't really see a lot of Robotnik with the mad moustache and with the... No, it's right at the end, you, and that's pretty much it. It's right? kind of... I don't want to say where that sort okay. of stuff turns up because mm-hmm. some people may want to some go out care. and watch this film. Yeah. But um, it's it's definitely more of a, like, watching him evolve towards that right? rather than it being sort of like you have him in his normal-looking clothes for five minutes and then he suddenly becomes yeah. mad. Yeah. I would like to know if, how fo- how complete the film was before they did the rework like mm. in a month's time if they wanted to make more money just release it with the old looking Sonic and sure. people would be the very cut. intrigued to see that yeah. it's almost like that kind of morbid curiosity people had about cats yeah yeah like, very much so. go and yeah. see it what a mess looks like although it sounds like the film overall isn't a mess it was no, just that no. original design was a mess yeah and it wasn't just the original design was a mess like that original trailer was just a terrible trailer uh, completely tone deaf I think yeah. to what like, as I say, it's not it's not the Sonic film that I thought it would be, but yeah. Gangster's Paradise and kind of that trying to make it like like a hip Sonic movie. Yeah, just no. My also my thought on when you were saying about like how long ago was it that this character got redesigned? Like I think it's been done quite quickly, and like we obviously know in compared to all other forms, it's been done, but he doesn't quite look like he's part of the environments in a lot of shots. Oh, really? He looks like he's a bit. You know, sort of like either he's a bit too forward in the frame, and it yeah. looks like he's been overlaid over the rest of it. Green screened in. Well, yeah, yeah. I suppose he's bit, not real. So there's a bit. What? <laughs> <laughs> there's a segment which is what you just wouldn't expect from a Sonic film is a bar fight in oh. which he basically hits someone over the head with a glass bottle. <laughs> but it's like that looks like it's just not connecting. It's got such a, a fake look mm, to it, right. which is where I wonder 
Is that because of the short time that those artists had to put that together? Because in the original design, he actually just ripped out the person's throat with his teeth. <laughs> so like, combat. Yeah. With a Scottish accent. Yeah. <laughs> just get real grim with it. So yeah. Sonic is out this Friday. Yes. Which also or happens today, to be Valentine's as far as what the Valentine's Day. Yeah. Who's going to spend their Valentine's Day taking their beloved to go and see it? Simon? No. Matthew? I mean, I'm going to be in Canada. Oh. Yeah. I say so this, I'm here on the podcast, but I'm also in Canada. That's isn't it weird how, yeah. how the world works? Yeah. It's <laughs> good, <time>. isn't it? <laughs> um, do you know what? Uh, well, my last month of my life feels like I've been in dreams. Not actual... I haven't been asleep. But, you know, <laughs> Clearly, because you well, don't get pregnant. enough sleep. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of dreams. <laughs> and I think the thing that there's the most of is Sonic homages. Really? There is a good... At least three dozen Sonic rip-off get, like, imitation games. I don't know if it's because it's a very simple game to try and make and how learn how you? to make games. You just have to create a character who can roll quickly. I mean, that's a big kick in the I'm sure Sega Sonic, would. isn't it? Jesus. <laughs> There's a reason why I think Little Big Planet and Dreams, a lot of the first games people make will be platformers, because they're a basic sort of game to I make. I understand that, but, um, you, sure. but you singled out Sonic yeah. specifically. Yeah. There's a lot of Sonics in that when game. When you say there's a lot of Sonic, is are they actual people like trying to make Sonic? Yeah, or, yeah, like with it's Hedgehog not just like and... yeah, it's actual. It's called like Sonic, da da da, Sonic, da da da, Sonic. Yeah, it's not people going like Fast Hedgehog game two. <laughs> or, <laughs> I would play that. that yeah. sounds good. <laughs> but the reason I'm talking about Dreams is because by the time you listen to this, my review will be live. If it's not, I'm worried because I've got it <laughs> well, wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, should be it's done. Written. I've given it a nine out of ten. Hmm. Because it is an incredible thing. And that's it. It's a thing. It's and it's so the thing hard, that puts like, me off massively. It's so hard to explain, but I've tried. You're not a lot of words. I'm not. No, I'm very clear on I this. I say at the end of my review, it's a cliche, but it truly is something you don't understand until you try it for yourself. I know. I know exactly what it is. <laughs> okay. But I want people who are good at making games to make games. Yeah. And I'll do the other bit. I'll critique games because that's what I'm good at doing. So you're not interested in playing the games inside Dreams? No. Why is that? Because they're not made by professionals. Apart, I'll play the two-hour campaign that's made, demonstrating yeah. all the good bits. Uh, it's a very Don't good Don't want to campaign. play anything else. No. Really? I, no. There's, well, you're missing out on a lot of good stuff. Really? Uh, if you don't know what I'm Dreams... Right, thanks. I feel like we've talked about Dreams the last month quite a bit. Um, we've released a lot of videos and previews and stuff. But if you don't, still don't know what it is, it is a... It's sculpting a tool. tool, yeah. It's a painting tool. It's a music tool. You can create pretty much anything you want, and also play whatever you want. Because someone, chances are, someone will have made a version of something you're looking mm. for. Or you can just look at some art, or a breakfast, or something. It's a creativity bizarre. suite, is it what is you're trying a, to say. Yeah, it is a. It's so much harder. It's so much easier to write down. <laughs> is, is it? it? Yeah. I find it much easier to Writing explain something just, when I write. Just written speech. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm much better when I write. Yeah, if I had it in front of me and just read it. Uh, but then again, I'm bad at VO, so what am I good at anymore? <laughs> oh, who knows? Um, but I think it's an interesting concept. It's an incredible... I just think it's ridiculously ambitious, and it pulls off pretty much exactly what it's trying to do. And sure. it is a thing that it might not be for you, and that's fair enough. For some people, it's just completely not what they're into. Some people, this will be the best thing they've ever had. Well, I think that's it. I think for a core audience, they're going to love it and they're going to sink a ton of hours into it. And I'm sure Mm -hmm. that community would be rich and full of incredible stuff. But I think for Sony 
that's a hard sell to try and get across that's the what thing. it is and yeah. because you don't get well obviously you get the whole suite of tools for your 40 quid or however yeah. much it is but then you get the two hour campaign and yeah. then all of whatever else the community has created but yeah. like it's a ton like I in enjoyed yeah. little bit planet i never loved it i never really made anything i enjoyed playing levels and i enjoyed, that had a full like eight to ten hour campaign mm. so it's a different thing really but it is i don't it's a hard thing for sony to market because it is such an odd thing and it says a lot that like they teased it seven years ago they announced it properly five years ago and people right. are still asking what is dreams exactly right which and now it's out fully yeah, I know you're asking. Like, I'm surprised there's not like a free weekend. Maybe I wouldn't be surprised sure in the will. in the near future they'll do a free weekend or something. Because it is, I think it's thirty five pounds a launch. It's not like you're just paying ten pounds to try something. Yeah, it's a full investment, and you really do need to try. It. Like for a lot of people, I can see why you'd look at it and go, "That's not for me. I've no interest in. I'm not interested in art, or I'm not interested in." That's not why I don't everything's like it. Art. I'm not interested in art. Well, I'm, not saying, I don't like I'm not saying that's you. I'm not saying it's, but it's such a hard thing to explain but I just personally think it's incredible are there any microtransactions in it not at the moment no and I don't know if, so Little Bit Planet had a lot of little packs didn't it I added like official like uncharted items like and looking stuff like at that. the extended life of this mm. thing like if they it ever goes on plus mm -hmm. for example yeah well like the how do they get money because they've been making it for a long time they'll they said they have a consistent content plan in place, so I don't know what that entails if it, mm. if it includes like paying for like masterclasses from the developers for like doing certain things in Dreams, like sculpting or something like that, or if it's or if it is like official licensed oh, items, templated like, stuff, like a Horizon Zero Dawn that would be cool landscape pack mm -hmm. or something. Well, that's like. it. If it's like right, I want to make a first-person shooter. Mm. Here is. All of the basic tools you need to do that. Well, and you can go that's already in the game. There's oh, already a first-person shooter <laughs> template. <laughs> it might be sort of like yeah. maybe they do the first-person template that's in. It's quite kid-friendly, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's quite. Yeah, it's but basic imagine if, stuff. But if they had the sort of like the kill zone starter pack, and it gives you like all the guns from kill zone and yeah. some basic assets, and then you could start building. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you wouldn't necessarily build kill zone, but you could build a more mature yeah. first-person shooter. And or there's like that. things that like I think the most exciting thing is the VR that will be coming soon to it. They haven't given it a date, but they say soon it's mm. coming. And that's the thing that makes it different, I think, being able to easily create games in VR, because VR development is known to be pretty difficult. Mm -hmm. And being able to just create weird VR experiences by yourself in Dreams, yeah. I think, is something that sets it... It's already a different thing to it to everything else, but... I think that's the extra step it needs. I think for it experiences to be. is a good word to describe everything that I've seen so yeah. far. There's n again, there mm -hmm. may well be full games out there, but there it's are all... those like two-hour action RPGs in there already and stuff like that. Are they actually good though? Yeah, they're fun. I mean, you're not if you're like you're not. It's hard. You're not going to give a... those individual games a nine or a ten, but they're fun. If you just want to pop in Dreams, you'll play something different every time and you'll have a good time. And even the janky stuff has a nice charm to it. Like, you're not finding games Do like you know that. What? It's just not for me. Like, yeah, well, I get, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting that. I know. <laughs> and I should just stop with my negativity. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the one thing I think we've been talking a lot about it is I feel like, because it's a hard thing to sell, you need to get it to, to people. Like, 
if the PS5 launched with Dreams or a version of yeah. Dreams on yeah. it yeah. that everyone could just try and play with, even if it's just the creation stuff or just the playing stuff. So, yeah, my idea is, like, if you could launch the PS5 and on the dash when you first get it is... What's it called? The, the, is it the Dreamiverse? Dream yeah. So the Dreamiverse is where you find other people's. It's their equivalent of YouTube. Yeah. I really like the idea of PS5 just shipping with that section. And you can go on, you know, like, all of these things that people are creating, you're then playing them as if you'd be just watching YouTube videos. But it's just like, oh, that looks cool. I'll play that for five minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, then A, you've got extra added value on a PS5 because it's just like, you don't even have to buy a game with PS5 to start before you can. And it's not like there's going to be a God of War yep. in that. But it's like something to play around with on a brand new console where you haven't had to do a £40 outlier as yeah, well yeah. on top is enough to get you through like week one of that console yeah. and being able to constantly dip in and see what that community is doing. And then if you start seeing that and going, well, I'd like to do that, then yeah. you pay for dreams and then you get involved. Yeah. Like the community in that game is insane. Not only are they some of the nicest online people I've ever seen in my life, but yeah. the way they work together already, mm-hmm. like... There is almost like small game studios within Dreams already. Like, there's quite a prominent series, is the Pig Detective series. I think right. they won Dream of the Year at the Impy Awards, Ooh. which they held a few weeks ago. And I looked at, so for every creation, you can look at its genealogy, which shows you everything that is in that dream where it came from. Right. And I looked at the, like, the full credits for that game, and it's made by one person in collaboration closely with another. So I think there's like two people leading it. And then there's another like 200 people in the credits who have given either art or a bit of sound design or a right. bit of voiceover. Like you can it's just crowdfunded game development yeah, to but, a degree, isn't it? Yeah, but not funded, crowdsourced. Yeah, exactly. Like you can just like I've seen like I've loaded up some dreams and they're like I think it was an action RPG or something like a medieval RPG sort of game. And someone's designed this incredible set of characters. They look amazing, but they like put at the start of it like a little piece of text saying if you are good at like combat animations get in touch with me because i can't really do that right. and i need that for my game like it's ridiculous how people are just coming together and making these ridiculous things it's without any sort of game experience whatsoever yeah it's basically mm-hmm. teaching people how to make games which i i think is a nice thing to do it's yeah, the minecraft <laughs> effect yeah. right in terms of kind yeah, of like exactly. when minecraft first came out it was like this mad really cool survival sandbox where you could build a hut and you could hide from creepers and stuff like that then you look at minecraft two years later and like people are actually making computers in it and using Mm -hmm. redstone blocks to program things and make them work you know another year down the line you've literally got planet-sized factories that are automatically mining ore and turning them into things that their creators want that's why like if it can create a community like what dreams like what minecraft did i'm not necessarily interested in looking at dreams now but Dreams, four years down the line, like yeah. people that have been working on the same project, because obviously there's only one person generally making these things with help from other yeah. creators. What If those people stick to it and work on something, what are Dream Creations going to look like in five, six years? Yeah. Because if Media Molecule built their campaign in Dreams, which is certainly what I've seen of it is great. Like, yeah, especially towards the end of that two hours, it... There's things you're like, how have they made this? Mm-hmm. this? Yeah. Like I always think, most times when I load up a dream, at some point I'll go, how have they done this? Like because I'm I'm I've played around with all the tools, but I'm a not very good at it, and 
to be. I just don't have the vision that some people yeah. have. <laughs> I mean, you showed me the wipe. There was a wipeout sort of homage. Yeah, someone's basically made something that looks like wipe. Like, it looks exactly. And it plays. You think, oh, this is a wipeout remaster or something, right? Yeah, it's and it's like obviously that is helped because they've already got a game to base their ideas on. And obviously, is it just the one map? So far, yeah, it just has yeah. one track. Yeah. But it's like yeah. if if that is what they've been able to let's say they've been in early access since the beginning and that's mm. what they've created in early access i'm like well imagine what they can do if they stay with that game and yeah. they become yeah, a deep yeah. part yeah. I, i'd be really interested to know what they make in five years time yeah yeah and so it's that like it's something i want to keep an eye on rather than necessarily get involved with mm-hmm. now yeah. yeah so yeah if you're interested more read my review it'll be on site or watch it if you prefer audio visual listening means. to your voice yeah if you well you must like that because you're doing this and if you don't, I apologise, because I'm on here a lot. Uh, me and Joe also last week released a like 17-minute documentary basically about the journey of dreams. If you haven't watched that, it's how it became a simple sculpting tool all the way to effectively a social network for games. The so, YouTube of everything. The YouTube of everything, mm. which is a lovely little line. It's great, great. Mm. Little. And we can't stop making documentaries, because <laughs> Matthew... Yes, you've made one this week with Dale. With Dale, yeah. I don't want. I don't want to take all the credit. He's well, actually no. physically crafted it. No. I did the interviews. Do you know what? Dale made it words. by himself. No, no, no. <laughs> you happen to ask some questions. I happen to ask some questions based What's on this one about. It's it's uh, as it's a complete non-surprise, isn't it? That it's a Rainbow Six documentary. <laughs> really? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you, who'd have thought that we were into Rainbow Six? Um, so this is actually something that I've wanted to do for about two years now like i've really there was i think we all know that rainbow didn't start out all that great and had a turning point in 2017 and so like around 2018 it was like i really like to do a retrospective on that and it just never came to any sort of you know fruition Mm. and but now you're somewhere that gives you that opportunity now somewhere that's got your your old employers were mean (laughs) horrible they wouldn't let me i also i like to think (laughs) i gave you the personal belief that you could do yeah is it Simon, the life coach. I know, yeah. right? He's been if good to me. If there's anything I ooze, it's just well, real, I don't like, go-getting <laughs> go attitude yeah. and drill like, yeah, let's do this. So, yeah, with all of that I'm attitude. feeling. <laughs> maybe I should get more sleep. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. With all of that attitude, me and Dale went to Ubisoft a few months ago and got, like, the full story. And it yeah. was like, we were sat down in interviews for, like, hours and hours i think there must have been four hours of interview footage by the time we finished and it's been great why to... is this only 15 minutes long then because we, we got all the best bits mate. <laughs> editing <laughs> oh, i don't know a thing about that it's what this podcast could do with it <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah so we've been able to tell like the whole story from like pre the like going back to rainbow six patriots basically yes. this story does mm-hmm. uh, all the way up to you know, beyond twenty eight, like in twenty eighteen, we knew that Rainbow was good, but it's just like it keeps going from strength to strength. So it's mm. got all the way up to twenty twenty. So it's, it's a, a big a journey. Very good watch. Thank you. I would encourage anyone, even if you're not interested in Siege necessarily, just to see how you can turn around. Not a mess, cause it was, but something that was turning sharply into a mess. Yeah, it was. <laughs> we we definitely made it in the idea of like, obviously, me and Dale love Siege as everybody else on this team does, but we it's been made in the idea of to tell it as the story of like that game almost in development they were worried it was going to die because there was like uh, certainly the matchmaking was a big problem for them like if we can't get players into matches then how is this multiplayer game ever going to work well that's a very similar situation 
that Bioware find themselves in with <laughs> I Anthem. I know, right? And have we all I've read the not, blog? <laughs> I've read about it. I've still not played a second of Anthem. Okay. I when it initially was teased, I was like, "This looks interesting. I could be into this." Mm-hmm. It looks. I I thought it would be a Destiny like thing, but I've always like. I know this is sacrilegious. And like the look of Destiny just does nothing for me. Yeah, and like the look of like that sort of Space Marine stuff isn't yeah. for me. Whereas the look of Anthem, for some reason, I was more into. It's a bit more. It's definitely more fantasy. Like I think Destiny is definitely a science fantasy because it's got all the yeah. cloaks yeah. and the yeah. you know the the fancy eagles on the guns yeah. and stuff like that. But it's definitely that's more of a Winterfell look, isn't it? Whereas yeah. Anthem, I think it was just much more, more the lower, like jungle sort of. Yeah. I enjoyed that sort of setting more but i still n- never play the second because when it launched everyone said "Ooh, this yeah. ain't good so i've not actually read the blog post what's- so basically what's happening is is we all know now that anthem's been a disaster right yes. no one plays it to the point that like they're not even updating it the christmas decorations are still up in anthem's hub that Oof. is madness. that's how poor you know the situation is at the moment and i feel for them like i i have a lot of respect for bioware yeah and i do feel for them but they put out a blog post saying you know what? We know, we know everything's bad. So we're going to do a real sort of big turnaround on it. And the I'm, whole idea is, is they're basically redesigning elements of the game. I think it's brave, but I, I'm surprised. I thought they'd at this point just go, let's car losses and think, move on to something we know people like. <laughs> the problem I think they've got is, like, even though, because I think I've not played a huge amount of Anthem, but I've played enough to know, like, what the combat's like and what the questing structure is. I think the combat is really good yeah. and the suits feel great and the world is beautiful. The questing structure and the looting structure is absolute dog shit. Like, right. it's so, so bad. But that seems a, like not a hard bit. Like, yeah, don't I, you? I know you don't just want to copy something like mm-hmm. Destiny, but don't you look at something like Destiny? And I know Destiny One at launch had its people didn't oh, yeah, love the way they did it, but but we're now Destiny's now two and a half games in, yeah, right? Yeah. And has sort of pretty much cracked that formula. Whereas, yeah, I'm surprised that Anthem didn't copy more because at the moment it feels like Destiny light and not right. done well, but. I think what they've got is that's obviously a game that cost a lot of money. Yeah. Like that that's not a cheap game. I remember the, the promo for that game was on every bus, like every yeah. build like it was mm-hmm. they had it around the IMAX and like it was everywhere. Yeah, and, like, and like that original cinematic that they did for the E three twenty seventeen that was that was the big thing I remember from that E3 yeah. it was like that was the big surprise. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's obviously just too much money been sunk into it to let it die. And yeah. the thing is 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 changing a questing structure and a looting structure that fundamentally, in inverted commas, difficult to do? I know it's a big job, yeah. but actually if your combat and world are there, they're actually the mountains that you climb, yeah. the other stuff. We've seen you know, Destiny change questing and yeah. the way that loot works without having to worry about its gunplay because its gunplay is, yeah, is yeah. pretty much perfect. Yeah. Like At least the things that they've got are things that you can make arrangements yeah, yeah. to and, and readjust. It's just, Whether it works, yeah. I don't know if anybody cares. I That's the problem. They'll have to yeah, do a hell of a lot in. to get people back into that because yeah. even we talk about Siege, even at its lowest point, people were still playing it. Well, b- Yeah, because people were looking at it and going like, I know that when I shoot people in the face, they don't necessarily die. I know yeah. that all the hit detection's wrong. Yeah. Sometimes you can't get into a match and it felt slow as hell. But fundamentally, Siege introduced something that nobody had ever really seen in first-person yeah. shooters yeah. before. All of that destruction, yeah. all of the way that kind of like, you know, it's a 5v5-like Counter-Strike and it's like Counter-Strike that when you die, you die. Yeah. But all of the bits they added in, like when you're dead, you're not actually out the game. Yeah. You still use cameras and all of that. Mm-hmm. Whereas Anthem 
doesn't necessarily have like it's got the suits which are really cool yeah. but realistically you can jump really high in destiny and you've got cool <laughs> jumping the thing abilities I feel there. Like people that like destiny were excited about anthem they tried anthem they went well why do i carry on with this when i've got destiny i think yeah. the the only reason why you'd want to play anthem over destiny is knowing that you get a bioware story but yeah those yeah. that's not who bioware is anymore and i hate to have to keep hammering this point home but like so many of the people that worked on mass effect and dragon yeah. age just don't work at that company anymore and i know they got casey hudson back who's like such a big name at bioware but this is fundamentally not the game it's not it's not mass effect with multiple people in it no, it's no. it is a, a mmo looter style give, thing give me a 10 to 12 hour campaign with those jetpacks oh yeah absolutely i'd love that mm. but also it's kind of like that's not what it is and it's like you have to accept that you can't get a fully meaningful choice driven no. story in an mmo i think no. that's why you don't blame square at all for delaying avengers because you oh, no. don't Although some games like Siege do bring it back and Battlefront 2, they bring it back. Like, it's a big risk to launch a game like that. Yeah. That's I'm, not finished, basically. I'm amazed that they even put it out there in Anthem in the first place because Bioware's got such a reputation and it's basically in tatters. Like yeah. That and Andromeda just. Yeah. Yeah. And row. the thing is, is Andromeda, like, I stand by, I don't think Andromeda is all that bad. It's not as good as the original trilogy, sure. but it's not a terrible RPG at all. It's, it's pretty good, but. That shows just how much the bars held so high for yes, Bioware, yeah. and if you can't hit that, and I can absolutely see, I, I think Bioware probably out of their own choice said we'd like to make one of these, but you can also see EA being the other stick, going these games make money, like they're they're big deals for players. Yeah. Yeah. We'd like one of these of our own so that we can make money as well, yeah, yeah. and it's just that that risk hasn't paid off, and like I hope that they can pull it back with this. I'd really like to see Anthem be a success. I yeah. just don't know where. Just make it in dreams. Make Anthem in dreams. That's <laughs> really? the solution. Make everything in dreams. Why now. don't you make Mass Effect 4 in dreams? Why don't I do my job? <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> just an idea. Jesus. If, if you want to pay me my full salary to make Mass Effect 4... That's not what I was saying. <laughs> You've got all this spare time. What spare time? What, when you leave the office and uh, go to bed at I've one got, in the morning. I, I went to bed at half 12 last night oh well so, there you go there you go um i'm finally two episodes away from finishing hannibal so no. i've been watching this in installments over about three years now <laughs> i keep stopping and starting and i'm now only two episodes away from the end so i can finally get it done probably tonight see i've been catching up on better call Saul oh. because the new season drops mm. in a week and a half yeah like it's that. pretty soon still only watched season one i enjoyed it but i just good. never carried uh, well, on i'm pretty much the same i stopped a couple of episodes into season two but now i'm halfway through season four yeah very see, i think they're mm. all a lot better after season i think season one's fine yeah. but i think two onwards is really good i think yeah because mm. you've, you go in with an expectation mm -hmm. after yeah. breaking bad yeah and it's not that and mm -hmm. you've got to once you come to terms with that it's actually very good I might, might get back to it one day but Al all I've got written down here is Al's mystery game you've well, teased this to me you've been playing no, something no uh, not technically playing one of the reasons that I don't appear on the podcast very often is because I haven't got anything interesting to say <laughs> that's but, the God's oh. honest truth because I never go to the cinema yeah uh, I rarely get the chance uh, rarely get the chance to play the latest games so why are you on this week because no one else is here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so you're forced to listen to the bullshit that I've got to talk about. So since January, I've been playing a game called Home Renovator 2020. 
Uh, and I have a, a feeling this is some sort of like real game. What, it's, what it, platforms this on? It's, it's all platforms. All platforms. Because <laughs> this sounds like the most PC game I've ever heard of, and you're not a like, PC gamer. It's like, it's like, Definitely not it's PC. like real reality. Almost. Right. Uh, and it's a resource management game <laughs> yeah. where you have to plan yeah. uh, and execute an extension on your house. Oh, wow. Does it involve not having any water? I haven't got there yet. One second. <laughs> so it's going well, isn't it? First of all, you've, you've got to find a builder, obviously. Yeah. But that has its own pitfalls because okay. some are reputable, some are expensive, and, and you've got yeah. a budget to work to. So you've got to find that middle ground of finding someone who's you, good, who's going to do what you want them to do, mm-hmm. but it's not going to break the You don't bank. want a cowboy builder. You don't. No. No. I just thought of that amazing sequence in Red Dead 2. With that, I don't want to spoil it in case someone hasn't finished Red Dead 2, but there's a great little song when you're building oh. a house. <laughs> That happened to me when, in the demo. What? Um, not, not in Home Renovator. <laughs> but when Krupa and I uh, went to go and play it at Rockstar, I mm. went and chatted to someone. And I'm talking about a different bit. Oh, are you? There we go. I'm okay. talking about a bit in the epilogue. Anyway. Well, there you go. Back to Home Renovator. Yes, to, to real life. So another part of it is crisis management. Yeah. Because if you spend a lot of money on a brand new boiler and it doesn't work and you've got no, ho- no hot water and two <laughs> kids, what do you do? What do you do, Simon? Tell me right um, now. You spend a lot of time at the local swimming pool. Well, actually, there's fuck all you can do, and yeah. that's the can whole not, point of it. Do you it. not just have an insurance hotline you can get through to? Well, there's a they bring in hot water? Like they bring in a barrel of hot water? You're sitting there, and you know, you're hitting F5, waiting for the park to turn up, and it's not there. Yeah. It's bullshit. Yeah, it sounds like uh, And then you order a big steel to support the, the, the floor above. Yeah, it doesn't all, fucking fit sticking out of the roof because it's too long. What do you do, Simon? You saw it off. <laughs> all right I, can you tell i've never been involved in any sort of house building or <laughs> me neither yeah. uh, and then there's random events and this is actually a true life story yeah uh i'm actually talking about i'm having some work done on my house I'm gonna I stop think people this that, yeah. <laughs> the plumbers park their van alongside our house oh no and then uh, my wife heard this scream from outside and they forgot <laughs> to put the handbrake on we live on a hill <laughs> And they'd got out, and then they just watched the car, their van, oh. roll down the hill and smash into a car halfway down the road. That's pro- Did it, was anyone hurt? No. Okay, well, it's, fun, it's funny. It's funny, then. But a literal fucking car crash. <laughs> and this is after the uh, hot water wasn't working. All these things that had gone wrong. Yeah. And then they crashed their car. <laughs> anyway, also, you have to make never-ending decisions. Who knows what a trickle vent is? Yeah, I do. Do you? Yeah. Well, I didn't. I had to Google yeah, it. Go, go in your windows. Exactly. Make sure moisture. Well, it's for our door. But I was like, mm-hmm. well, do you want a trickle vent or do you want to lose four mil off the top of your door? Ooh, so I, <laughs> I said, fuck time trickle vent, I want lots of glass. <laughs> yeah. You, you uh, shouldn't be denied it. And then the biggest kick in the nuts, endless microtransactions. Yeah. Just money going out left, right and centre. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like the literal Kobayashi well, Maru from you're Star Trek. You about, cannot win. You spend about triple on tea bags probably for builders than you usually would. Fuck me, I have <laughs> never known anything like it. A dishwasher a day of just cups. What? what? I shit you not. <laughs> Who needs that much? But, like, well, I so, have one cup of coffee a day and that's Yeah, it. but so there's three of them on site most days. And they'll probably one an hour mm. to the point where if I'm working from home I go and hide upstairs because I'm like I, I have, don't <laughs> are they at the point where this. they make their own now uh, they well, do but they make um, well the kitchen's been redone we've, we've made a makeshift kitchen in the living okay. room which is a shitty old Ikea table mm-hmm. with uh, a microwave and a kettle on it oh. and then you just get dust and brick dust yeah, and shit all over that mm, mm. So like, don't do that 
how much longer do you think you'll be playing this Fuck game? knows, forever. <laughs> Honestly, it feels like there's no end in sight, Simon. Uh, you see, if and you... I really don't want any DLC to come afterwards either. <laughs> I want it to be, you know, I've paid my money for the game and experience. I want to finish it and then that's it. I'm going to walk away. Sounds quite similar to Anthem. <laughs> it's quite <laughs> a disaster. Yes. Yeah. Maybe they'll pull it around halfway through. Yeah. Hopefully, Operation Health will drop in at what, yeah. like halfway through the season. That should be you should have just played House Flipper. You I've know, never heard of that. It's just a game where you do up houses. I mean, you wouldn't have got a nice extension well, at the end it. of it. Like, but... Imagine me explaining this. So I thought about that, this is my wife. Yeah. I thought about your idea, but I'm just going to play this game instead. Is that all right? They, uh, you joke about this, but uh, someone, John Beach at Dreams, he's the guy who made the realistic mm-hmm. breakfast. Not only did he, A, design his wedding in Dreams, mm. he's designed his friend's wedding cake, and he's currently in the process of designing his kitchen extension in Dreams. <laughs> So it's just got an architect to do it. It's much yeah. easier, isn't it? Yeah, the Sims make it look so easy. You just drop things in, it's done. Well, yeah. But then you get like, like creepy gnomes outside. Honestly, your real life is change. actually quite hard. It turns out it's very difficult. It's bullshit. You don't have to tell me that. And do you know what's also hard? What is it? <laughs> the endless search. Is it? Could have gone. Could have gone way for that. <laughs> Inside, it's a UK IGN crew. Yeah, 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 and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you inside. I got a question for you. Hold tight, the DJ, we're coming through. Yeah, yeah, and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you inside. I got a question for you. Is it in the search? To carry on the theme of dreams of people taking other people's games and remixing them, adding their own content, I've got an email here from Mildred. He says in brackets, not a nineteen, not a ninety-year-old woman. Okay. So there we go. Is that what people assume? If you oh, hear Mil- I, I suppose you do hear. There's a yeah. big resurgence in kind of those kind of names coming back. Is there? See, yeah. I like, just think of Mildred Hobble from The Worst Witch, which was just Harry Potter before Harry Potter. So, schoolyard. Oh. Ooh, there you go. There you go. Maybe it's her. <laughs> says, hey guys, long time listener here, and since you don't like praise, I'm going to say that you all disgust me and I hate Fridays. Obviously, that's a lie, but you made me do it. Let's make it clear. It's I was going to say, do we not like praise? Well, it's only oh. Joe. Joe. He oh. refuses to read any sort of praise of us out. Okay. Which sometimes I need that reinforcement. Do you? Yeah. That. You're a fragile petal. I really am. I want to say that I loved the Perpetual Pursuit last week. Now two weeks ago, I think. Okay. Because it's the first game you've played where I got every single answer and it made me feel super smug. I had great fun shouting out the answers and basking in my own glory with no other witnesses but my rather bewildered dog. His name's Dexter. I'm secretly hoping you'll say his name to confuse him. Hello, Dexter. Hello, Dexter the dog. Hi, Dex. Uh, who got, who got very the, familiar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Who got the best? Who got the loudest bark response? That's what I want to know. <laughs> uh, anyway, in a bid to keep this awesome game going, I've sent some suggestions for future clues. So that's what we've got here. Um, right. They're all films. So I just realised, Al, you won't know the rules exactly. of this game, I and I'll, no brief, I'll briefly, briefly explain it to you. I wasn't on the podcast where it was first okay. done, so maybe Matt's better explaining it. But basically, I've used there's ten films here. I've used five of Mildred's, and I've used five of mine because yep. I just wanted to have a go as well. I'm not yep. going to lie. Um, and basically, ev- imagine there's a film title like The Dark Knight. Yes, and Dark and Night have been put. In, we're finding synonyms. We've gone to thesaurus.com. So you've changed dark to black and you've right. changed night to... What would you change night to? Dusk. Soldier. <laughs> no, as in... Oh, uh, that night yeah. as in... Oh, night as in... Yeah. 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 So basically, yeah, they're all... The words have been changed to synonyms. That's the, the easiest example way. That black they had, soldier. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the one. Get that, it. The example of the last Go. one was cool. Return of the King, wasn't it? Which was Sultan of the Arena. Oh my god! Yeah. Do you know what? This quiz I've, is my least favorite part of this really? podcast. <laughs> I enjoy the chat, but this just puts me on edge. Um, I hopefully these aren't too difficult. Okay. So I've tried to not make them too difficult. And, and there's uh, ten of them. Is it? Uh, there's no link or anything. You do we have, have to, to buzz them. in first, or uh, is no it? buzzing? Just. If you think you have it, say it. Well, you haven't got any buzzers, but yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, also, can I borrow your pen? You won't need it for this. Oh, no. no. What? Uh, okay, I'll just I'll just remember who's winning. Oh, go on then. <laughs> That's my crutch. Okay, so number one. We're going with Mildred's five first, then it's okay. my five. Okay, number one. Contaminated cavorting. Dirty dancing. Oh, <laughs> quick in there. This in it. Oh. So, I mean, that's one nil. That which bring about within the gloom. What? There that, will be no. That which we that which we bring about within the gloom. What we do in the shadows? Oh, it that's is. What I was going to yeah. say something in the dark. Oh, it is two nil. Good God, these are easier than the last set. Okay, definitely at least so far. Aristocrats of peril. Some thinking going on. Some faces. Aristocrats of peril. Lords of chaos. No, but that's a very good. That's oh. a very good. Do you know what? That could have been. That could have been the clue for this. Right. <laughs> Great. Uh. Aristocrats of peril. Kings of something. Well, is it? Kings of terror. No, uh, you get. Yeah. <laughs> You are both obviously along, along the right lines okay. there. Don't know. No, not a clue. It was Dukes of Hazard. Oh. <sighs> so that was a good I one. I would never have got no. that. Yeah, that was a good one. The Wacky Educator. The Wacky The Magic Educator. No. <laughs> bad Teacher? No. <laughs> not the bad professor it's not the what did you say bad teacher it's not that the nutty professor it's the nutty professor (laughs) (laughs) oh I'm so sorry it It is 3-0 Tom out there I felt sorry for you there I was trying to tell you with my eyes (laughs) (laughs) tell me a bit harder with your eyes next time oh god and the last of Mildred's five yes outsider against hunter Outsider against Hunter. Yeah. I'm guessing it's something. Alien versus, versus Predator. It is yeah, Alien versus Predator. I like I think that's a very good clue. I think that's my favourite of them all. Here are my five, which are probably a lot worse. <laughs> Mush yarn. Sorry? <laughs> Mush yarn. Um Mush. Mush. Yarn. Mush. Not yarn as in string. The other type of oh. yarn. Oh, like telling ah. a yarn. Mush yarn. Like, yeah, something string. Yeah. Uh, Toy Story. No. And there's something story though, right? No. No. <laughs> what? Something tail. No. Uh, mush yarn. <laughs> you can't just keep saying mush I'm yarn. Keep saying <laughs> mush yarn. <laughs> Mushan. Slime story. No, it's not a story. <coughs> no. It's not a tale. Don't know. 
it's Pulp Fiction. Oh. <sighs> oh. Yeah, all right. These the, are all off the IMDb, aren't they? That's wow, the only it's my I've easiest got. way to look. Yeah. The Pain Closet. The Hurt Locker? Yeah. There we, there we go. I'm putting an easier one. Genuine Passion. Bit of genuine passion. That just sounds like an erotica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that one of your favourite films? That's genuine my, yeah. passion. You haven't seen my top 100 <laughs> erotic. <so. laughs> It's four one to map, by the way. So yeah. you need all three of these last ones to tie up. At. Well, uh, the clue is the synonyms for genuine passion. <laughs> <laughs> it is a. I don't know what gets wrong. It's a nineties film. Mm. I think. So it's a cult, cult classic. Right. This is a lot of dead air. True Don't. romance. It's true there romance. Go. There we go. Oh. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Two more. Now needs both to tie up. Entire alloy coat. What? Full metal jacket. Yes. <laughs> He's Here in. Here we go. He might equalise. All three with the last one. Are we ready? It's one word. Sycophant. a good word sycophant yeah it's a great word just it's not like the sycophant it's just sycophant Mm. oh it's a test of the vocab sometimes Mm. can I just google it (laughs) no no sycophant I'll give a clue in a bit when, or, when's or, a bit? Now. We're just, we're just <laughs> taking just, away. Just, giving, just giving wasting out people's on. airwaves. Okay, it, it's, it's very current. Very current. Parasite. Yes. Ah. Parasite. Parasite. There we go. Equalized. There we go. I wish I had a tiebreaker. Maybe I'll just make oh. one up on the spot. Oh. Uh, space Battle. Star Wars. Wars. There we go. You both win. <laughs> uh, space Journey. Uh, in Star Trek. Oh. There we go. Yeah, well done. That wins. There we go. Good God. <laughs> what a thriller. Should we have some feedback? Go on. Go on. Al, what you got? Uh, I've got an email from John Hamilton Matala. I think that's how you pronounce his name, saying uh, the weirdest dream I had recently was Daniel Kerper. I think he means Cooper. And I was setting up a player piano in my neighbour's back garden during a storm. (laughs) As you do. We wanted to scare them with spooky music during the storm. That is something that Krupa would do. Really? Yes. I don't think he would. Scare the neighbours with spooky music. (laughs) He's done that all the time. He does that all the time. (laughs) You could make this in dreams. That's the sort of thing. I mean, the original teaser was like a mad polar bear playing the piano. Anyway, uh, Krupa kept on getting annoyed by people that weren't really fans of jazz, but they said they were. (laughs) How what dare kind they? What fucking dream is that? <laughs> that's an odd one. Because that's it. That's There's it. Nothing else. Um, uh, anyway, he says, can you give a shout out to the admins of the uh, Duck Hunter Facebook group? Because they've now been doing a great job listening to their shit for six whole years. Can do. Uh, Jamie Martin, uh, Peter Gorbert. <laughs> I don't know who the other admins are. All doing a good job. All doing a good job. Uh, and they asked if we can change our name to the IGN EU podcast. So foreigners are allowed to listen to it. 
that's, I don't think that's how it. I don't think that's how it out works. Hands. Like I listen Johnson. to things from America. Do you? And I'm not American. You watch American football. I do. You're I know. So what, continental. What next? I'll be watching hockey. <laughs> Uh, what you got, Matt? You want me to go? Right. From Robert Lawton. First, guys, I love the podcast. He loves the podcast. Doesn't just like it. I know, he loves it. Good taste. We might might force that down. We can make the podcast in dreams. (laughs) Just us doing a podcast. Just have little puppets. Are you trying to stealth bring back the video podcast? No, no. no. It's too too much effort, mate. Not my face. It'd be (laughs) like, I don't know, a penguin would be me or something. Really? Yeah. Is that your spirit animal? No, I think I'm like a big, like Sloth. brown bear. <laughs> <laughs> big brown bear. Like, like, yeah, just big, big cuddly brown bear. That's me. What's your spirit what? animal, Matt? Or your Patronus? If you're it's so inclined. almost certainly a cat. Is it? Yeah, just like a not a wild one, just a house. No, cat. it's definitely something like a like a British blue, or maybe even a ragdoll cat because they just fall over right. and just loll about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what you'd be out. I could see you as an owl. Really? Why? Because yeah. I can turn my head 180 degrees. <laughs> very, oh, very, can, very, very wise. Big fucking eyes. <laughs> and I'm only active at night. Have you seen how owls run? What? Owls they run, run in a really w- weird way. I'd like, do you know there's that classic thing when you, uh, on Facebook, you get these ridiculous yeah, videos. Yeah. Mm. I saw a video of an owl running. And you should scope it out. I They're, don't know why they'd want to run. Just fly. <laughs> Well, I think the distance wasn't far I enough see. to fly. Your wings might ache. But they obviously <laughs> wanted to get to whatever yeah. was underneath the camera. Anyway, Google, Al's running. Cool. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> back, to, back to Mr. Lawson. <laughs> who, uh, after saying he loves the podcast, he says, even when you're not talking games, you remain respectably entertaining. Which, is that a backhanded compliment? It's like, we only think you know about games, but you give no, it a good no, go no. when you're talking about else. There's a lot of things I know more about than games. <laughs> like what? Football. You yeah. are quite a game. Good at the football. It, is a, it is a game. Also, though, we it, don't really? talk about football, do we? No, we have another thing for that. <laughs> for now. Anyway, second, to hell with whomever it was that bought up monograms during the, your end of year episode. Who would that have been? God knows. Monograms. I, I didn't talk about monograms. No. That sounds like a, only Joe's bringing up monograms. Yeah, that's a, yeah. that's a scrabble swing, isn't yeah. it? I decided to try them on a whim, and now I can't stop. I don't know that I enjoy them, but I feel oddly driven to fill in that 400 square grid to try and get a tiny piece of a part of a larger picture over and over. And over. So, thanks. But they kind of like pit crosses. They're like, uh, is a monogram like a is massive pit Is it a pit nonogram? Oh. A nonogram is a different name for a pit cross, isn't is it? Is it? Maybe I it's think that so. then. It's I all coming to about monocles. <laughs> I feel like about Professor McGonagall. Did you really? Yeah. Can't stop trying McGonagall. So I still, I still don't really know what P-Cross is. I watch really? you, yeah, you two playing it all it's the time. Very, I have no idea. It's, it's a very simple thing. Uh, uh, one I'll, day you know I'll what? figure it out. I'll sit you down for 10 seconds. You'll understand. I uh, see. Right. It's like Jesse not understanding how Tetris works. Oh, I get Tetris. Tetris is old as time. Yeah. Has he said that? Yeah. Yeah. We're throwing him under the bus here, aren't we? God. I think he said it on the podcast. Was it, it on the podcast? Yeah, so it's, it? it's not like it's not new information if you've listened to this podcast. Like the one thing you've got to do is not make a fool of yourself when you're on recording. I just I, I fail. <laughs> Never failed about Tetris though, did you? No, I'm good at Tetris. Anyway, now anyway. the real question. <laughs> yes. Ah. So Robert is a teacher and a dad of three. Oh. I mentioned this. He's be- been busy. Get mm. dreams. <laughs> I mention this because I have a lot of conversations with kids about games and talk about what and how they play. While I love to brag about the latest achievement I get, none of these kids really seem to care. 
they really play the game just to have fun, which seems wrong somehow. My <laughs> kids don't even care if they're on their profile. Blasphemy. Wow. So what do you think? Are these fake medals something that the younger generation are actually going to care about? How much is the next-gen consumer going to be driven mm. by what may be an outdated concept, like how people used to care about putting their initials or vulgarity in arcade machines? I guess that's, that's when you get your high score, yeah, right? Exactly. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, thanks, guys, from Robert in New York. Does there he we go. say how old the kids are that he teaches, or is um, he doesn't know? They're old I, enough to torture games about, so I guess uh, sort yeah, of maybe middle Spanish. school or high school. I yeah. do feel like, I mean, if you talk to Dale, you'll get a different answer. But I feel like people's interest th- in trophies peaked a few years ago. Yeah, it felt like a last generation thing, as opposed yeah. to like mm-hmm. I honestly could not give a hoot. I don't something go from anymore. I no. got the Spider-Man one because everyone seemed for some reason to decide to get the Spider-Man one. Yeah. Uh, I have like 15 to 20 Platinums. I used to try and get some. like back, Especially back when I was uni, you'd have whole days where you just put Netflix on and like half play a game to get a Platinum trophy. Like, But I just don't really have the time to play a game for 80 hours straight. No, and so. also, like for me, it's getting... You're playing a game and losing the enjoyment just because you're trying to get something that's just not fun the one i do like i actually recently started playing lego force awakens again because the lego games are really good for getting a vaguely easy platinum and they're quite fun to collect everything anyway what does that prove do you want a little badge that you can wear around the office (laughs) i got another platinum because that's what dale does effectively (laughs) do you remember when he got that little fucking thing sent in from playstation without mm. all these little achievements no, it's I, like what the fuck i kind of i kind of do it like a play football manager it's something to enjoy while i'm half watching something so like the lego games are good because you don't need to listen to them whatsoever while collecting yeah. things the same with like any open world game really you could just silently go around and collect everything yeah and i well, feel like people used to do that in like the old mario games and donkey kong and all those so like, i did a lot of that on spider-man mm-hmm. but then it would be that thing it was like Oh, you've just done that. Oh, now you've got to go and do that. And I was just like, oh, come off it. I felt like I was just getting to the end of that. I've got all your rucksacks. I've done yeah. all the crimes. I've done all the blooming locations. I but you didn't to... find the secret location. That's the, that's the oh. kicker one is the secret yeah. location. I, I got a fair way through and I just gave up. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. if I don't, I don't talk to many kids and I don't know if Good. they're into achievements. I think it's sort of, it might be telling because Nintendo obviously focus a lot more on a younger generation. Yeah, yeah. Like, the Switch doesn't have any of that. And I feel like Nintendo are very much a company that's focused around, like, what's actually fun? Yeah. And sort of, like, our... Because tro- I've only... I've got one Platinum Trophy, which is Spider-Man, because it's dead easy to yep, get. Yep, yep. And that was a case of... I got that, like, at Christmas, where it was like, I've got a dozen other things I need to do at Christmas. I need to fulfill family obligations and that. This is actually quite a good thing to just dip in just do some repetitive stuff to get yeah. next sort of trophy. The dreams list is very attainable. If anyone's in for a, a plat, that one looks quite easy to yeah. do. Yeah, a lot of time. Like when it makes you play parts of the game that you wouldn't normally play, or play yeah. makes you play it in a way that you wouldn't normally so, play, it's like not see, interested. I'm sort of the opposite on that. That I I don't mind trophies that actually sort of give me ideas on how to do something differently, right. like. If especially if I'm playing something as like Spider Man's quite a big game. Yeah. Like sometimes it is nice to have and I don't think Spider Man actually does this, but it's nice to get a trophy that's just like, Hey, if you play it this way, you'll get something and you play it that way and you go, Actually that was really cool and I would never have thought of doing that yeah. if I hadn't chased a trophy. There are But I feel like the yeah. game should maybe try and naturally do that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like I I really don't give a shit about 
the amount of trophies, and they don't do it so much anymore, but trophies for just finishing a level in a campaign. Yeah. I was like, I don't need a pat on a back no. for playing the game. No. No. Well, Telltale, the one you get a platinum just for finishing a Telltale yeah. game, which is... Really I mean, there are a couple simple. that you don't because they added collectibles yeah. in, don't they? But um, There are a couple of games like I feel I'm cheating on them. I've played them so much I haven't got platinum like Siege. I'm only two trophies away from the platinum. I've played that but about 600 hours. And but, I could easily get them if I just wanted to. But that's the other thing. On it. Like one of the trophies I'm missing is uh, win a ranked match with all the original operators. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I am in that trophy. So I, I had that for, it just popped for me one day. Like it glitched me that one. I mean, one of them is achieve gold rank, which if you're stuck in bronze, is hard to get out of. Like the two I haven't got is, I've still not killed someone for breach charge, but that's mainly because I don't use breach charges. Mm. I'll say I'm a breach charge boy, so. But I mainly play Ash or Hibana, and I kind of have abilities to do that, so I don't really. Yeah. But, um. Well, that, Ash's breach charge counts for that, surely, because I. No, it has to be the deploy, the actual. Yeah, but also, Ash can take a breach charge. You You can just swap out. But that's the thing, we always play ranked and mm-hmm. i don't want to be hunting trophies and not play like not trying to win when we're playing ranked yeah. so, so the easy thing to do is if you play someone that's got a breach charge with them yeah. and you get the last kill of the round rather than killing them if you can down them yeah i just put a breach charge on the floor next to them and blow it up yeah that's why i might play some quick quick matches mm-hmm. and just play secure area down yeah. someone in there and then Mm-hmm. Breach charge them. That's my well, deal. That's it. And I need the nitro cell. I can't remember. I'm rubbish with nitro cell. If the operator uh, trophy was always ranked, but no, I'm yeah. the same mm. as you. I don't want to go and play Tachanka mm-hmm. on the off chance we might win that round. Mm. Is it ranked or unranked? I, I think, think it's, it's ranked. Is it ranked? Yeah. I think you can do yeah. ranked or unranked. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Oh well. Well, they changed so, it? Like, I looked mm. recently. Yeah. And then I was just like, ah, never can do. There's it. the Overwatch one. I've only got like 60, 70 percent, and I've played that game nearly a thousand hours. So. But you have to be really good with all the characters. Also, they made it a lot harder. Like in some of the early, um, mm. when, when it first started, like killing three people with um, junk rats, Riptide, for example, yeah. was super easy. And yeah. now people are wise. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some that are just, yeah, require a lot. It requires your team to not be very good and the other team to be like, there's a lot of factors. But yeah, yeah. trophies, I don't hunt them anymore. Nah. There was something I do. When Dale I the should time. just grow up and stop doing it. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe if Dale's on next week, he can tell us why trophies are the best thing in the world. Hmm. I've got one more piece of feedback, and it's a follow-on from last week. It's from Joshua Piggott Smith, who was it last week or the week before? I've forgotten. I'm sorry. Who told us he was the one who kicked off the cinema bad experience yeah. story with the humming during 1917 that made it vaguely unwatchable we've got an update Ooh. just to keep you posted on my terrible run of film experiences <laughs> ruined by forces beyond my control I drove all the way to the cinema in hurricane force winds after my girlfriend convinced me to watch Birds of Prey today mm. things were sending over the weekend during yeah, the storm, storm yeah. only to get there and find out it was closed because Ciara literally blew the windows out I've decided to just stick with Sky Cinema instead from now on that. exactly yeah, that's what I do. Mm. Watch it. Yeah. That storm. Let's really talk about the storm. The mm. most British thing. Let's talk about the weather. It's a big <laughs> storm, that wasn't it? I thought there was water pouring in through my back door. Oh, that must have been a nightmare for you. Has <laughs> <laughs> it? Were? That, I thought that would be in the. Is that a natural event in the game? Is that recur or is that just a random? It's only thing? happened once. Exactly, it's a random event along yeah. with a car crash. Yeah. yeah. Thankfully. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, amazing. I didn't fare much because, as as was described last week on the podcast, I was going back home to see my mother because she's 60 mm. and I couldn't get back could I? I had to have a 
You were weird morning. Yeah, you, know, of you had working a half on day a train. on Monday. Which... Oh well, I was working, but in the <laughs> odd confines of a train carriage, trying to do it on a phone. I think you had mm. a few too many sherries at your mum's party. I check those. I check those trains. It said all on time. No, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I did not. Uh, no. If you've got anything to say to us, and let us know at ign underscore uk feedback at ign dot com. There you go. What sort of should we set a task? Some homework. What do we want? Oh my god! Uh, Home renovation stories. No, you don't, you don't want that. You don't want that. Like, look, we're talking about dreams. What yeah. is what is the one dream you would like to make in that game? And Simon will make it for you. No, 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 no that's <laughs> not happening. Why? No. Or if you get dreams over the weekend, just what, what's the first thing you did in dreams? Also, I just want dreams feedback. Or your that's weirdest dream? I've been like, I've been feel like I'm haunted by dreams. Like, I was watching TV the other day and just like it just pinged in my brain that there was just an advert for dreams the bed store and it was just like <laughs> shouting dreams at me like dreams dreams, I think dreams. You need to stop playing that game yeah oh my well, god i can now mm. all right good thanks well, for listening everyone no thank you very much yeah it was a good time i think and uh i'm sure i'll be rolled out again in about three months <laughs> yeah. so see you in may you can come back on when your house is done oh, it's never <laughs> gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> bye bye bye, bye. bye.